It's October 23rd, 2020, and I'm going to tell you what the Verb Pack said at their meeting yesterday. Welcome to Dr. Vaughn's COVID-19 Updates, the podcast updates you daily on the pandemic. Do you remember the Verb Pack, the Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee that was going to meet this month? Well, they met. They met yesterday. This is the body that makes a recommendation to the FDA. It's it's from outside of the FDA. It's professionals. It's uh, a community member. I think the community member is, is an attorney somewhere from the East Coast. And they make a recommendation to the FDA. And this is specifically looking at the different vaccines for COVID-19 that are kind of approaching the end of their, their studies. In fact, some people think that one of them will be requesting evaluation for an emergency youth authorization as early as mid-November. You know, that's just weeks away. They they had uh, to balance a couple of different things. Uh, if they were to just say, go ahead and make an emergency use authorization for any vaccine that was found to be 50% effective and safe, they could do that. And we would start getting vaccines and people in existing studies for other vaccines would possibly be eligible for the the approved vaccine. And so they could actually uh, drop out or uh, get the vaccine, hopefully not get the vaccine and not tell the people conducting the study uh, that they got uh, the early vaccine instead of the one they're being studied for. And th- there's real problems with that. Typically, once a drug is appro- or a vaccine is approved, you're really not going to get any more information from a control arm in a study. And that can be a problem. Here's a couple of things that could happen. So if if this particular vaccine no longer has a control group, we really don't know if its efficacy continues over time. You know, it may be really great for the first few months and then just fall off, whereas another vaccine uh, may stay stronger over time. You could also have other problems with not knowing how effective it is in particular minority groups, which is a big concern right now because minority groups are hit so much harder by COVID-19. And that kind of data, it takes numbers. And the way you get numbers is over time. So they don't recommend a full regular emergency use authorization, or at least they're recommending the FDA to seriously consider not doing an emergency use authorization where a vaccine that hasn't been studied that long is put out with a form of approval. So there is another way to do this though, and that would be to do it as a compassionate use drug. Compassionate use drugs require a little bit more work. So the an informed consent has to be signed that's uh, a little more serious than the informed consent that we normally use for influenza or any other vaccine we're giving. And along with it comes tracking of the patients over time for continuing adverse events. It's not a full vaccine approval and rollout. Not that emergency use authorization is a full approval either, but it it helps to keep it still in an investigational drug uh, as far as its label. It still allows for keeping control groups in studies. And that would allow us to get all that information I just talked about and allow other vaccines that are still in studies to continue with their studies. That's a big concern that a vaccine that's just now starting or maybe hasn't even started stage three of their vaccine 
studies, what chance do they have if everybody's going and getting the approved vaccine? So a slower rollout would be involved. We still would expect that there would be a a huge effort to get it to healthcare workers, the elderly, those in uh, congregate living living situations, um, residential care facilities, these types of people and people with the uh, chronic care or chronic illnesses that make them especially vulnerable, get it to these people through this program of compassionate use as studies continue on the first vaccine to get done and further vaccines. That's it for today. Please do tell your friends who are interested in COVID-19 pandemic updates to subscribe to this podcast. That would really be appreciated. Until next time, Dr. Mark Vaughn telling you to stay in good health.